Hi guys, today is July 28th, 2020. Today's Tuesday. So on this podcast, the topic is sexual harassment or sexual harassment, however you want to pronounce it. Um, I did pull a card. Nine of Wands came up and I thought that was interesting because part of the meaning for Nine of Wands is um, how does someone express their sexual urges or, you know, it can indicate someone being in a flirtatious um, environment, flirtatious work environment or co-workers. Also, you know, how does one express their own sexuality, you know, and, and how that is, how their culture you know, formulated that. I'm going to start out with a quote, and this is by the Guide to the Animal Totem Tarot. I did this on the last podcast. <laughs> I did like the, the animal cards are kind of neat. Um, this is by Lisa Robertson. So, the Nine of Wands quote When you have what others want, there will always be another battle lurking just around the corner. Yet, what the untrained warrior doesn't know is that with each battle, you become stronger more focused and even more committed to your goal your scars are more than repaired wounds they are badges of courage and honor and each one makes you tougher and more resilient than before that's the message from the ram so i thought that was kind of neat you know um, because when you're in that environment at work and dealing with unethical behavior it can be difficult you know so um you have to have your uh you know your warrior gear your gear on you know um but i'm going to start start out with a quote we need a world where women don't get sexually harassed full stop period that's by cheryl sandberg so um you know uh sexual harassment is a problem in america um you know uh four out of ten women have reported misconduct in their workforce um the references the references i'm going to be referencing referencing today are by Paquette, 2017, Brandon, 2017, William, 2020. Um, so those are some, yeah, those are the, the references. So, yeah, you could just take a look at the statistics and you can see for yourself, you know, that uh, sexual harassment is a problem at work, you know, and uh, everybody has their own opinions or judgments and how they, how they would handle the situation, you know, um, but just remember... Have you seen people get sexually harassed at work, you know, and, you know, and uh, what has your experience been? You know, um, back in October 2017, you know, they did update policies with anti-harassment policies. Each state in America has their own anti-harassment policy um, about sexual harassment. You know, it's a state and federal violation, you know, so it's against the law. You know, it's against the law to sexually harass another person at work, whether it's a female and male, or a female and female, or a male and male, because this affects everybody. This affects men, this affects men and women. Um, but the problem is, is that it's the, the peer pressure, you know, and then, uh, and then knowing what steps to take, you know, and we've seen it in movies, you know, we've seen it in the news, you know, um, so, you know, there's been numerous complaints to the government, um, you know, back in 20, back in the year 2000, you know, the Equal the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, which is known as the EEOC, received 5,607 complaints from women. And this number has increased. So that was like 20 years ago. Can you imagine now? But, um, <clears throat> excuse me, this is one of the, 
one of the statistics I could that I found um, 64% of Americans view sexual harassment as a problem so that's more than half of America that view sexual harassment as a problem um, and this goes for both genders you know um, obviously it's more prevalent in women you know because of the numbers show it but men deal with it too you know men have to deal with it if they're married to the woman that's getting sexually harassed or the or their significant partner, you know, or their relative, you know, or their neighbor, or their friend, or their colleague. So, you know, it, it, it's not just one gender, you know, it's both. Um, and sexual harassment isn't a public health issue. What's a public health issue is sex trafficking and intimate partner violence. But, um, but sexual harassment should be right underneath <laughs> underneath that because more than 64% of Americans find it to be a problem. Um, and sex trafficking is, in, is another problem too, and that goes all the way up straight to the ladder, but that could be another topic. 81% um, of women have been verbally harassed at work. 21% of, of men have been harassed at work. You know, 79% of women are victims of it. You know, so when you take a look at your work, you know, are you familiar with the sexual harassment policies or, you know, or who you would talk to about that because 66.6% um, you know, of people in the workforce, you know, they're not aware of the, of the policies. You know, they're, not, they're, they're completely not aware of, 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 of the sexual harassment policies. You know, um, you know, sometimes we're not aware of things because it doesn't pertain to, doesn't pertain to us or we don't need to look it up. But um, that's why you'll see that uh, statistic, 66.6%, because if it doesn't relate to you, but this is just an awareness of that, you know, it is, it is really advisable to know the policies, you know, all your policies that, you, that you're dealing with and what's available to you. 12% um, have reported getting threats for non-compliant to the perpetrator. So 12% of the people in the workforce that have, you know, that have gotten sexually harassed or getting sexually harassed, you know, have been threatened because they weren't compliant with the advances that were made to them. So that's a problem. Um, when you look at the age groups, 18 to 34 year olds, um, one out of three have been sexually harassed. Um, you know, sexual harassment causes a big loss to businesses, um, to their revenue, to their profits. Why? Because of the lawsuits. You know, because it's a because of lawsuits. So now you have businesses taking out insurance policies because of the sexual harassment. So this indicates that um, you know that uh, there needs to be more awareness to this and how to deal with it. You know, with um, in the workforce. Um, in 1964, you know, Civil Rights Act Title VII prohibits discrimination. That included sexual harassment. So. Sexual harassment, if somebody's getting sexually harassed, that's against their civil rights, you know? That's against their civil rights, so remember that, you know? Um, according to the EEOC, um, you know, sexual harassment, uh, you know, violates civil rights, you know, violates the Civil Rights Act, so remember that. Um, it's, it, you know, you have rights, you know, sometimes people don't think they have rights, and, the, and this will affect, you know, some of the most vulnerable populations, you know, and the most um, vulnerable, you know, co-workers, you know, if somebody can see that they can take advantage of you, 
you know, they'll do it if they have that, that uh, aggressive personality. Um, stakeholders have lost profits from lawsuits. You know, uh, they, they'll lose business. They lack business, you know, because of the unregulation of misconduct. You know, so studies have shown that businesses or companies or organizations that deal with sexual harassment and that have been sued, um, they lose out. You know, they lose out bigger with those lawsuits than if they would have taken action against the perpetrator or against some type of, um, when people ask me, when they um, have behaviors of misconduct. So it's better to take the appropriate action versus not taking action and getting sued because the losses would be more significant. Um, sexual harassment affects uh, kids, you know, and uh, whether it's uh, adolescents, you know, whether it's in grade school, uh, high school, you know, um, four out of five students have reported being sexually harassed with their peers. We're not talking with, with you know, with uh, the teachers. They're talking about with the, kid, with the kids, the kids with the kids, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it's a social problem you know, uh, that affects the schools and the students. And under the Education Amendment of 1972, the school is liable for known occurrences. So, you know, um, so if the school knows about it and they didn't do anything about it, you know, that's going to make them liable. Uh, because under the Education Amendment of 1972, you know, the school is liable for known occurrences. Um, also, uh, you know, when you take a look at cultural views, you know, cultural, <laughs> cultural views, you know, I always have problems saying my R's, cultural views, um, you know, s- some people don't file complaints, you know, they don't file complaints because they feel that, you know, um, they're going to be judged, you know, or they're going to be bullied, or they're going to be labeled a troublemaker, or they're gonna, there's going to be a stigma, you know, um, and their their fear of retaliation, they're they're in fear of if they file a complaint or speak up that they're going to lose their job or they'll get written up or they'll get demoted or they won't get promoted, and all all those are are um, you know uh, viable statements, you know because <clears throat> excuse me, and if it's happening to you, it's happening to somebody else, you know, so uh, there's this uh, this peer problem because it's like. Because it's you're disfiguring the the cause, because when people say he said she said or she said she said or he said he said, you know, um, then that then that disfigures the the peer problem of sexual harassment. Um, ethical? No, yeah, you know, yes, of course you have you know there's unethical complaints. You know, some people can be vindictive or malicious or and and file false claims. You know. Um, but businesses are known to have now, um, you know, uh, not only do they have sexual harassment insurance, um, but they also have, uh, you know, uh, a protocol and how do you how to file a complaint, you know. Um, so, you know, how do you deal with it? So if you're dealing with it, or if you know somebody that that's dealt with it, you know, or you're thinking about running a business and you don't want to, you know, you want to make your employees, you know, in, in the most ethical, you know, um, environment, you know, make sure that, you know, that you read your handbook, you know, um, familiarize yourself with the policies and laws of the state or country that you live in. So, so I'm talking about America, but, you know, even internationally, wherever you live, you know, whether, you know, overseas, you know, um, it affects everybody, you know, uh, people are people and, you know, you have good people and bad people. Um, not to say that 
that people are bad, but you have people with different boundaries, you know, and people will express, express themselves differently, you know, they have different mannerisms, you know, they have different behaviors, they have different thinking processes, so they're going to act differently, you know, um, so it's, it's good to really, and so this happens everywhere, you know, um, so number one, read your handbook, familiarize yourself with, with the policies of wherever you live, you know, um, number two, tell somebody, you know, you got to speak up, you know, it's not easy, uh, but you have to be able to tell your story, you know, um, and then number three, uh, you, you can seek legal advice, and um, number four, evidence, you always want to have evidence, evidence, you know, a great leader always has the evidence, so you want to have evidence, um, so that's it, so that was the podcast, so I just gave you a little, um, percentages of how um, sexual harassment, you know, impacts America, you know, that it is a social problem. I mean, 64% of Americans recognize it. It's not a public, it's not listed under the public health, you know, um, but it should be right under there with sex trafficking and intimate violent, intimate partner violence. Um, because more and more we're seeing um, inappropriate behavior. So it's like, you, you know, so it's like, you know, having boundaries, you know, um, part of those boundaries is having mannerisms, you know, um, however you speak to somebody at your house or your friends or, co- you know, friends is not going to help. It's not going to be okay in how you speak to somebody at work because work is different. You know, um, it's called professionalism, you know, and mannerism. Until next time, namaste.